You already know how we have to start this, Crystal. What is this? Really? Why? And this is the only version that we're going to play. We have to play this. We do not. We are Canadians. You did it. You guys did it. You Americans. We are Canadians. Americans, you did it. We're Canadians, but come on. Whitney Houston, Star Spangled Banner. We have to play this. It's only right. All right, let's give them a round of applause. It's only right. This would be a great, if we had a bomb, this would be great. I'm going to fade it out nice, though. Yeah, fade it out. Well, guys, we're back for another week of the Kick Up Podcast. You already know what it is. Episode five. Cinco. Five. Each Nissan she go. Jeez. It's just becoming like a, I'm just like, I didn't want to get out of bed today. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was, was the, it? the day. Maybe it was the day that I had yesterday. It was a long day yesterday, but I'm, I'm glad. No, but it's it's great to be back on the show. I love it. I love recording the show every week so it's fun how was your week my week was um good i mean i had some unexpected like expenses and stuff that i had to that i wasn't expecting mm. so that kind of like threw my budget off a bit but other than that like my week's been good i love it because we're in november and we've been having beautiful weather this like, the past two weeks mm, i'm not a fan I am a fan. I'm not a fan. And I'll let you know why I'm not a fan. The reason why I'm not a fan is because it feels like a pump fake to me. It feels like God is playing tricks on me. If I have 24-degree weather, I want 24-degree weather all month. I don't want it just one day where I can go outside and wear shorts, and then the next day I have to wear it. But it was like this for the past two weeks, though. (sighs) And now now what? It's going to be, by the time I leave my house tonight, it's going to be like nine degrees. Listen, just take the blessings okay we never get this type of weather in november usually it's like snowing by now you know i remember what's it called there was a there was a i don't even remember if you guys remember that far i think there was a christmas in like 2014 oh i remember it was a it was there was no snow on the ground i remember it was like 20 it was like 2016 or 15 man it was 24 degrees on christmas Eve. i want those days if we're gonna if we're gonna have global warming commit Commit God, absolutely. It's not God. You think God's causing global warming? I mean, I just what I I like warm weather. I don't like winter, and so once it gets colder, I start dreading going outside. So, uh, yeah, if we're gonna have twenty four degree weather like we had la- yesterday, then we should have it all month. Well, I enjoy it. So therefore, let's give it a round of applause. So guess what? Last 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 week, we spoke about um. Yeah, give it a big sigh again. Last week, we spoke about <laughs> how um, Krispy Kreme was like people's date nights during the lockdown. You said sitting in the driveway of Krispy... I mean, the, the drive through of Krispy Kreme yeah, was people's Yeah, because people had night. nothing to do. So that was a date night. Pitiful. Go out, wait two hours in the car to get your Krispy Kreme that you thought was in Brampton. You claim you're a Brampton man. Uh. You don't know your geography, but that's okay. But... um. People were waiting. Mm-hmm. You were dissing Krispy Kreme. I didn't diss Krispy Kreme. I just said it was overrated. If that's a diss, then I don't know what to tell you. So I brought some Krispy Kreme. We, I want you to try it. I mean, it's not, like, fresh. It was fresh when I bought it, but it's been, like, now it's, like, two so you hours. See, you, so you see the disrespect, guys. She's giving me a stale it's Krispy Kreme donut. It's not stale. It's, like, an hour long. It's an hour old Krispy Kreme donut. It's this- an hour old Krispy Kreme donut. Try it. Okay, I'm going to try it, guys. I'm going to try it for you guys. Let's see. 
I'm all right. Why are you acting like you're gonna try poison? <laughs> yes. It's not bad. Give them a mukbang. Give them the a- ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> chewing, chewing the mic. <laughs> no, because I know there are actual people that like they don't like hearing people eat. So I won't do that. But I will say it's not bad. You're annoying. <laughs> I will say it's not bad. Would I go back for it? Probably. Uh-huh. I wouldn't. Uh-huh. I wouldn't sit in in a two hour line for it. But I would go back in the store and go Thank buy another you. one. So it is good. I won't lie to you. Krispy Kreme, if you're listening to this, we need a sponsorship. All it's right? not crack like you guys are saying. Like I like no. You know why? That. Because it's old, it's like an hour old. If you got it when they just got it off the when conveyor fresh. belt, you would be like, wow, this is this is crack. But yo, before we continue, we have um, let's we have yeah, our, our guests. guests. Yes, we have some guests here. We got we got. Miss Andrea in the house. There we go. We got Jessely in the house. We got Tariq. Big Tariq in, in the, the house. house. <laughs> Yo, Tariq, we mentioned, if you guys don't remember, we played a bit of his song. We're not like, playing it again because he missed it. Yeah. Thanks. Go back and watch. <laughs> Go back to the next, the last episode. What was No, was it episode three or two? I, it was one of those. It was episode three or two. We played a bit of his song. Just but, listen back to all of them. Yeah, say sorry <laughs> to the church because yeah. No, but, it's a re- it was a really good song. Really, I listened to it when I was brushing my teeth, and it was just like I was like, man, this is really good. This is really good. Yeah, it was good. It I was like it a lot. So a lot of things happened this week. A lot of things happened. But this first, week. on my heart, you want to go first? No, you go. First. You want me to go first? Yes. Uh, okay, man. There's been a there's been a lot of. A lot of things going on. I think the, the the thing that's been pressing on me the most is I've been annoyed at social media again. And it's it was more so in the wake of, um, again, uh, Biden winning the presidency and Kamala winning the presidency. And there was just a lot of bitterness on the timeline, mm-hmm. not necessarily from, like, the people that you would expect it from, like the racists and the Republicans and stuff and the Trump supporters and whatever. But it was just a lot of people being like, oh, um, what's a new emblem on a, uh, on a broken car if the car's still broken? And what it would, you know, Kamala's still this and Joe Biden is still this. And, you know, you don't, don't get too excited now, guys. And I'm just like, you can really look at the TV and see thousands of people in the streets celebrating, you know, yeah. a change in their country. And all you have to say is, you know, don't, don't get, don't get too excited, guys. Don't get, I'm just like, my whole thing was let people be hopeful. Yeah. Let people just just dream for a bit because for four years mm-hmm. they had a leader that would that was just a, an absolute terrorist, an absolute dictator. He was doing absolutely everything, you know, uh, for himself, uh, for the, for the one percent. He wasn't thinking about the people at all. And now that they have a glimmer of hope, all you can say is, well, look at what they did and look at what if they prove to be monsters then okay then they prove themselves to be that but as of right now i don't care about two three three days down the line right now election night Mm -hmm. you can't just just relax for a bit and allow people to just be happy like you're seeing women crying because they have a a, a female vice president you're seeing you know all all these people that believe now that they have some type of opportunity you know Mm -hmm. and you you just want to be bitter on the timeline on social media i'm just like i don't like those people 
shut up. Allow people to be hopeful. Allow people to be hopeful. If if they prove themselves to be not what they advertise, then okay. Then I completely understand. But for right now, they haven't even been inducted yet. Yeah. And you you already have things to say. Just relax yourself mm-hmm. and allow, allow time to take its, co- uh, take its toll and pray, you know? I just I just didn't church like that. Church needs to pray. <sighs> we're not even gonna we're not even gonna get over there yet. Yo, but what's on my heart is kind of similar to um, I guess what you were saying, but for some reason I was not super excited about you know the results of the election. Why not? I feel like because there's just so much going on. There's just, like, so much going on. It's almost, like, hard to be excited about these things. Yeah. And it's, like, and also because maybe deep down, well, okay, I shouldn't say deep down. Because there's been so much talk as well about Trump actually still getting a second term from, you know, these Christians and these prophets Uh. and, and people saying that, you know, Trump should, you know, is, and they're prophesying and they're saying there's gonna be an uproar and so it's like there's so much narratives overshadowing this election, this result. I'm just like, bruh, like it's just, I it's don't know how to feel. I really, I, I really don't know how to feel about this whole thing. Man, before, because I see you segue in, but before we get to that, yeah, um, Alex Trebek. Yes, rest in peace. Man, I was in my kitchen, I think yesterday, mm-hmm. and I think I was just like cooking or something. And the thought just hit me. I'm like, yo, Alex Trebek is dead. Yeah. And I swear to God, I was ju- I was about to cry over my sink. I don't know really? why. I don't know why. And I was surprised because I wasn't a Jeopardy person growing right. up. Right. I was a Wheel of Fortune guy. My family would always watch Wheel of Fortune. It was either Wheel of Fortune Same. or Family Feud. Jeopardy was the last on the list. But I didn't know that Alex Trebek was Canadian, first I of all. I didn't know either. And I saw that episode where a guy, I think he had like $2,000 left, and he got a question wrong to purposely say, we love you, Alex, because that's when they knew that he was he was struggling with pancreatic cancer. Oh, and he Alex read the answer, and he like he got choked up live on air. And I was just like, man, Donald Trump is still alive, and, we're, and legends are dying like this. Hmm. Ch- Ch- you couldn't take... You could take Donald and you took Listen, Chadwick. Don't say that. Be careful what you say. Don't, I'm sorry. Don't I'm say sorry. That. I don't wish. I don't wish death upon anybody. Let, let me make it very clear. I don't wish death upon anybody. But it's been a long week of just people have been dropping. Just not dropping. Listen, That's so insensitive sickness, to say. Ca- My sickness, bad. <laughs> cancer, so bad. cancer, sickness is like honestly, it really is of the devil. Like it really, 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 really is. Like I don't like want to get churchy, but like my pastor, he used to he says all the time that like sickness is like something you really have to pray against because Mm -hmm. it really like cuts people's destiny short. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're sick, you can't do anything. If you're sick in bed, you really can't go out and do anything. So it's like it's so sad to see people. You know, like the. Chadwick Boseman, that one, that one, that to tore this day, me up. That tore me up, yo. Hits me like. I feel like if 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 Kobe's death was a result of a sickness, I feel like I would have been able to stomach it easier. But because it was an accident, like like it was a tragedy, like I think that's what the sh- the shock was it's about. Tragic but both ways. I, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. The tragedy with Chadwick and Kobe, I think it's 
it's almost parallel because it was unexpected. Yeah. And with and to just to see what the internet did to Chadwick when he was he didn't even say that he was sick. He was just like slimming down and stuff like that and they just tore him apart for no reason. That one that one hurt. <sighs> that one hurt me bad. And now he's gone. Are you watching the would you see the trailer for the new movie with Viola Davis? Yeah, I'm going to watch it for sure. I have to. Man. I have to. Long live Chadwick. I'm still interested to see what they're going to do with Black Panther 2. Because I heard they started shooting some already. But. I think they're. Well, I had a theory. I had a theory that they should give. um, What's it called? Storm the throne. His ex-wife. Yeah. Black so you, Panther's you don't ex-wife. Think, you don't think they should recast. Like you think I, in the movie they should. Oh, no. Like, Black Panther should actually die. No. And, like, yeah, I have a thing. I have a thing about that. When James Avery died, um, uh, Uncle Phil mm-hmm. from Fresh Prince, I I was adamant. I was like, nobody better replace this character. I don't want a, another Uncle Phil. I don't want a dark skinned Uncle Phil. I don't want another light skinned Uncle Phil. Yeah. I just just leave but it. But the show just was long done before he. Di- I know, but still, J- he was such. He, I mean, he he was such he, such a necessary role in the, in the in in the show, and even with Chadwick in in Black Panther. Kids don't identify with any other Black Panther other than Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I so, mean, we don't identify with any other. No. So just, just leave it alone. You know, commemorate his me- his his legacy and his memory in the next film, and just give the throne to somebody else. Yeah. I th- I heard they're gonna give it to her sister though. His sister. Shuri. Well, I mean, I th- we'll see. I think that makes sense. We'll see. I think it makes sense too, but we'll see. And then the other man that passed away that from that show. Um, the James Bond guy. No, the guy that you posted, the black. Oh, guy. the guy from um, I forget his name, uh, but he's from he's from Let's Stay Together from BET. My bad, I, I forgot his name. <laughs> oh, but his no. name was, his name was uh Bert Bert Belasco. From from um, let from let's stay together. And that he, was a sudden. He unexpectedly passed away in his ho- in his hotel room while he was preparing for a movie. Oh man! He was quarantining in his rot- hotel room and they found him, you know, lifeless. So that was really unfortunate. I literally sorry, hopped man. out of my bed when I saw that. I was like, "What?" That's sad, man. I mean, rest in peace. All you guys gotta stay prayed up. But what let, is this year, man? I don't know. I don't know, but people just need to stay prayed up and let's not make this episode too dark. <laughs> <laughs> in some in some better news. <laughs> you know, <laughs> liven up, liven up myself. <laughs> so what's on the docket this week? Um let's go. Yo, so I know what Beyonce said that she apparently she said in an interview at Vogue that she was going into retirement or something. She said that? Apparently in her British Vogue interview. She I said saw that she's cover. She's taking a break or something like that. That cover was amazing, but she said she's taking a break. But Blue Ivy oh. said, Mama, you can sit yourself down. Let me come out and get the bag. Yeah. Blue Ivy came and she um, narrated. You know that um, book, uh, Hair Love? Yes. Or it was a yes. short film first. It won an Emmy. I think it won, an, it won an Oscar, yeah. It won an Oscar and then they turned it into a book. And so she, Blue Ivy, like essentially been breaking the internet this whole week because everyone's raving over the fact that she narrated this book and it was so good and like she's just, she's just killing the game. And I'm just like, yes, I love to see that. I love to see parents set their children up for 
success. I don't, like under, I don't understand. Did, did people have a problem with this? No, no one had a problem. But I'm just like, you know, bigging up this young black girl in this family. Like, this is amazing. And I'm like, I, I was happy to see it. I never listened. But now it's like makes me want to go. Listen I only to the book. I, I only asked because it seems like the Internet has a problem with with Blue Ivy for some reason. Why? They just love they just love to pick on her. I don't understand. Do they? Yeah, when Black is King dropped, when Black is King dropped, and they um they they took like snippets from the 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 brown skin girl music video and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They were roasting this girl, this child. Why? I, I don't know. They want to they want to think that um she's not dark enough. Yeah, like her her she's skin tone. They, they they her skin tone some some of them are saying like they're like she looks like a boy like her shoulders are too broad they're wow, like her wow. her features For and stuff like girl. that this child like you guys are like it's a child you know and that's great news and you to know hear. what the sad part is the sad part is it's probably like all black people that are saying of these course things. absolutely blue ivy isn't well i mean i that's wouldn't say that part. but I mean, I don't think anybody else, any other community would care about Beyonce's child other than the black community to the extent that they have. Mm-hmm. And and to see that, I was just like, you guys really have nothing else to do. Guys, guys don't have jobs, don't have taxes to file. You, you have to find time to to make fun of a child. To make fun of a child. <sighs> well, you know what? Big up to the young queen, Blue Ivy. Um, mm. Big up to her parents. I know a lot of people, for some reason, don't like Beyonce and Jay-Z for whatever reason. I mean, I guess I can... No, I don't... I mean, you didn't hear. You Anyways, didn't. but, like, big big, big them up. Um, and, yeah, let her... Let the, let the let young girl make her, her steak. And let her make her... Yeah, let her get her bag. I mean, her mom's going I mean, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Beyonce would say that. Didn't she just drop, like, her Blue Ivy thing? I mean, sorry, her Ivy Park line? Yeah, but sh- that's not music. I know, but, I mean, it's something. Yeah, but she's going on like music or that. Maybe she wants to come for Rihanna's throne because you know Rihanna's just like she's getting the bag with everything else but her music right now. Let's stick a pin and talk about that. What? I Rihanna? Personally, I don't think anyone can touch Rihanna right now. In terms of? If Rihanna drops an album, she breaks the internet immediately. 100. Especially just off of what she's been doing with, with Fenty and all of that stuff. But she's she working may, on I, Okay, in the grand scheme of things, Beyonce is untouchable. Right now, in, in terms of discography, you can really put Rihanna's discography up against Beyonce's discography? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute, cause last week, yeah. last me, last week Be- I said Rihanna was on the list. No, no, no. But last week I said that Beyonce had to go for me, and you called me. You called me what? You called me like a sexist or something yeah. like that. Cause she was the only female on the list. <sighs> Listen, I love Rihanna. I love Rihanna, and Rih- I, I and personally I, prefer I love Rihanna, Beyonce too. I prefer Rihanna over Beyonce. However, I know for a fact. That she's not touching Beyonce's discography. She can definitely she her and Beyonce. She can definitely rival Beyonce one hundred percent. She can. She can. Rihanna can't rival Beyonce. Uh, it, yes, she can. On paper, no, her she hits, can't. On no, no, paper, no. We're no, talking she about can't. hits. We're not talking about like. No, on paper, she can't. We're not talking about musically. We know Beyonce musically is untouchable. I understand. I'm talking about hits. I understand that. I'm talking about hits. I understand that. I understand that. I understand that completely. However, on paper, 
Beyonce's leaps and bounds ahead of everyone. <laughs> Other than probably like Drake right now. Leaps and bounds. Leaps and bounds. Come on. No, let's forget musicality for a second. We're just talking about discography. Okay. Just hit. I can give you I can give you if you can I can okay, probably so, I can probably give you one hit for every Rihanna hit that that she has and it's probably better. So you're trying to do a versus battle right now? Give on, me on. give me five give me five Rihanna songs. Give me five Rihanna songs. Oh my god. Five five hits and I'll give you a hit that's better. Umbrella. Um Deja Vu. Is it better though? Deja Vu better than Umbrella? That's a that's Jay Jay Z feature okay, versus Jay Z no, feature. The, no, hold on, let the let the crowd speak. Jay Z Jay Z. Okay. If you say Umbrella, clap. Over Deja Vu. Yes. Okay, hold on, hold on. Deja Vu versus Umbrella. Hands up for Deja Vu. They can't hear. They can't see hands up. So that's a clap. Over Umbrella. Umbrella, hands up. Exactly. Over and then umbrella, umbrella. <laughs> e, 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 under my umbrella. You, you realize how big umbrella was. I understand how big umbrella was. Yeah. The Cinderella. I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one. So you, so you pick Deja Vu over Umbrella? They both have Jay Z. They both have Jay Z features on it. It's in. They cancel okay. each other. Okay, so the out. fact that he said the <laughs> fact that he said they cancel each other out off okay. the bat, I'm telling you. No, it's not. She rivals. Give me another Beyonce. one. Give me another one. She rivals. Give me another one. Uh, flip. We found because love in a hump. I'm just saying her hits. Those are one of her hits. <laughs> oh, if I were a boy, come on. Okay, fine. Come on. No, but uh, no. Okay, no, 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 no. But hold on, hold on. I don't need. Hold on. We're, if we're gonna go for slow songs versus fast songs, so pick a fast song. A fast song to go to go up? with "We Found Love." Uh, "Crazy in Love." Okay, fine. You can't touch that song. No one you can. can. Touch, no, no that's, one can touch. That's that my song. favorite Beyonce song. No one you can can't touch that song. that song. Okay, give me one. Halo. You cannot. <laughs> Halo. Come um, on. Why? Why can't Beyonce be touched? Facts. Okay. We're, we're not even talking about full bodies of work. And I could give you five. No, I could give you five songs. I could give you five songs from one body of work that'll cancel out. But you can't. You can't be like, oh, we're not talking about this child because that Beyonce. I mean, Rihanna was never in a group. That's not fair. It doesn't matter. Whatever. If we're just talking about her solo career still, it you know doesn't what? matter. We can do another episode <laughs> dedicated just to that. Dedicated just I'm to that. I'm sorry. Even though I am I am a part of the army, I am, I'm a Rihanna fan. Mm-hmm. I, I still have enough, Listen, enough sense. Wow. I'm not saying you don't have sense, <laughs> but I still know that... Beyonce's just Beyonce's career can't, can't get touched. Okay, okay. I mean, like, listen, I need to come prepared. Like, you can see how the versus battle they have prepared. They they come prepared. Mm. I have to come prepared. With we my can do. List. We can have. We can do an episode where. Okay. We can. Okay. I'm letting you know. Okay. You will lose. And we'll actually play the song. So we're doing our own. We can do it. Battle. We can. Okay. Come on. All right. All right. All right. So next. <laughs> on the docket. Oh boy. 
like we said before, we alluded before, America has a new president. This guy played the American a- national anthem. Whitney the Houston version only. How do you feel? Now. Genuinely, how do you feel? Uh, I'm hopeful. Mm-hmm. I'll say that right now. I'm I'm praying to God that Joe Biden and Kamala keep the promises that they say they have. Mm-hmm. I was on, uh, like, I think right after they got elected, I went on the timeline and people were like, yo, that student debt. I need it gone, like immediately, like in twelve hours. Mm. I need it at zero, <laughs> immediately. So I'm, I'm definitely, ho- right? I'm definitely hopeful. I feel mm. like their campaign has definitely been likened to Obama's on the wings of hope, mm-hmm. and you know the they're fighting for the soul of America. Yeah. And, you know, so I, I, I can, I, I trust them right now. Mm-hmm. It's not my country to say, but for right now. I'm I'm trusting them, and I mean, I feel like the, the the history that is a first female vice president, a first black female vice president, first South Asian female vice president, has definitely softened the hearts of yeah people who were gunning against the Democratic Party, but it it's still too close to say they get inducted in January, and that's when the real work begins, and so. You know what? You're actually you're actually not a real one. Me? What? You're actually not a real one. What you should have played at the beginning is you should have played something from Yad because you know Kamala Harris. (laughs) You know Kamala Harris. Okay. A Jamaican woman. I can't stand right. A Jamaican woman. I said Jamaica is entering the White House. You understand? It's no longer going to be a white house. It's green, gold, and black. <laughs> it's a green, gold, and black house. You understand? Uh, That's what I'm happy about. I mean, I mean, but at, this, at the same time, at the same time, That's I mean, I th- think about. what? Her dad was Jamaican, mm-hmm. and her, her mother is South Asian. It's Indian, yeah. So, I mean, I went on the timeline, and I, I, I found this so... It made me happy to see it, because I found... I went on the timeline and saw you know south asians making videos calling kamala auntie and i'm like just like oh that's nice is there gonna be a bidding war over over kamala listen kamala looks black so therefore she is black she is black right it's just obama looked black so therefore he is what else was he he's half white his mom was white really yeah I did not know that. There you go. My point exactly. They were saying that he was Hawaiian at, at first. He was born there, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was born there. Got it. But his mom was white. His dad was um, African, somewhere in Africa, I believe. Do you but, trust her? Um, or before that, how how did that make you feel? You seeing a black woman being inducted as the first vice president of the United States. I was very happy. I was more happy because she was Jamaican. Because if you, you everybody that knows me knows how proud, like I'm one of the proudest Jamaicans around. If you're a Jamaican woman, put two gun fingers in the air right now. King, 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 king. You already know. You understand? Gone. So I was <laughs> very, I was very happy that she was um a Jamaican woman, and I was. I was living up, soaking up all the memes that came out about. Oh my God, when, y'all are fast. When, Jama- when she bring in her her family y'all and her Jamaican quick. aunties, and I want to see it. I want to see a Dutch pot and, in the White House. Right, the Dutch pot. I want to see it. Someone did. Someone dressed up as her, doing like the Willie Bounce on the um, <laughs> <laughs> on the White House lawn. <laughs> so I was like, this is perfect. I loved it. 
No. The not guy the did the woolly bounce. Uh, he did the dotty, the gully oh. cream paw. I'm like, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo. Oh, the, the video. Y'all of, annoy me, man. Of, um, shoot. I can't remember. The step out. You know Step Out? You need to play that on the on the exit. What After song me, is that? Step Out, Tsunami. Blah, oh, blah. Jesus. You know that song? <laughs> oh, Send I, it to I, me. I I'll play you, it. I forgot your child. It's okay. I can't stand okay. the disrespect. It's okay. No problem. <laughs> but honestly, what I really feel deep down inside, um, I'm not going to say mm-hmm. because I'm not trying to get cancer mm-hmm. before I even blow. You know what I'm saying? Right? It's, it is a sad society that you can't really say what you want to say. I know what I... I'm Generally, I'm happy about it, but I have some other things that I want to... that I feel about it. Stuff that, you know, I would just keep in, like, the group chat. The tuck? Yeah. Keep that in the tuck? I would I mean, just keep that in the group chat. A lot of people... I mean, it's not a lot of people. It's just, you know, the, the sore losers, the Republicans, that are refusing to concede right now, even though the, the win has been clear. I mean, a lot of people still believe that Trump will have a second term. Um, they feel like there'll be an uproar. They'll feel like there'll be an upset. Um... Because, you know, Trump is fighting tooth and nail right now at the in the courts and all that stuff. I don't know what's going to happen. Yo. Right now, it's clear that Kamala and um, they're, they're Biden gonna are be the indu- winners. They're going to be inducted either way. So, I mean, what what, gro- what case Trump would it have to be? Trump doesn't have to concede, though. How does that work? I don't know, but I learned this from my good friend, Andrea. She taught me this. Trump doesn't have to concede, so... Andrew, do you want to explain how that works, briefly? Okay. So Trump legally does not have to concede. Okay. Okay? Conceding is a gentlemanly act. He's not a gentleman. (laughs) With that being said, we're talking about a government that was formed in, what, 1786? Mm -hmm. With those laws, with those standards, he can fight it in court. If he can prove and throw out a certain amount of votes... Then he can turn around and become president. So, 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 yeah, that's why a lot of people still feel like um, there could be an upset. I'm, I'm baffled right now. You can do that? Apparently. Because I'm like, I, I was really confused when he was like, I'm going to sue Nevada and sue Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Like, there's an ongoing lawsuit in Pennsylvania right now and the... With the governor of Pennsylvania, who's that? Who's that black? The black governor of Pennsylvania with the white wife, and people are bashing him for being a coon and all that stuff. <laughs> he joined the. He joined the. He joined the lawsuit. Donald Trump's lawsuit against Pennsylvania for the votes and stuff oh, like wow. that. And so I'm just like, I don't. I think American politics is is very confusing. Mm-hmm. It's probably it's probably the why that I've stayed away from it for so long. But I don't. Can we do that in Canada? I don't know. I don't think so. We can't even do that here. How do you feel this new um, this new regime? I want to say regime. That's not the right word. This new is regime the right word? Whatever. How do you feel this new um, power will affect us here in Canada? Um, I mean, I'll, I honestly, I feel like a, a, a like other nations, we have a lot. It's a breath of fresh air for everybody. I don't know in terms of policy and legislation and stuff like that and how that will affect us. I'm not too privy about that. However, I know that we'll, ha- we'll be a lot less, I guess, um, anxious mm-hmm. when treading around the U.S. And, you yes. know, um, because I, I know a lot of people that 
you know, for the past four years, they're really like antsy about even going back into the states because they're just yep. like this. It's Trump's. It's Trump's honestly, America. That's how I've. That's honestly how I felt over the past like three years, mainly just seeing the rise of people really showing their face. I was just like, yeah, I've never felt nervous about going to the U.S. before, but like for the first time, I actually felt nervous about going to the U.S. It's because, and it's because like like Trump is Trump enables you know the behavior of the racist, mm-hmm. and so the that that type of going on that they weren't bold enough to do you know publicly and stuff like i was seeing some really like disgusting things just in this pandemic alone like people white women were were coughing on people when they were told not to the way they would they couldn't come inside a store if they had a mask yeah and like people were like getting into fights and stuff like that and saying if you don't like go back to your country and all that stuff it's just it's been really really disgusting disgusting over the past four years and so i feel like during trump's administration like the whole world was tense and when it got announced that Joe Biden and Kamala won, everyone was just like, You're "Like relax, relax. Yeah. Like we can finally breathe." Except for the conservatives. Yeah, of course. And but, Paula White. But they won. Oh, we'll get to that. Word heal. Paula White heal. <laughs> but I feel like everyone could just, everyone just can have an opportunity to have some peace, especially in in retrospect of everything that has happened just in this year alone. Yeah. I feel like everyone can just be like, okay, we can recalibrate, re strategize, you know, and just get some things in order mm-hmm. and then the real work. They've got a lot of work to do. They have a lot of work to do. And even um Obama said it himself that cuz Obama inherited a really like Bad. trash economy yeah. like right off of the recession, but even Obama was just like Biden's hair inheriting and even, and even worse, worse in the middle of a pandemic, it, he's pandemic, got his work. He's got his work cut out for they're him. They're on the brink of a recession, racial wars that are like, at, well, I shouldn't say all time high. It's been higher, but it's been you know tense. So I mean, they definitely have their work cut out for them. Joe Biden at the end of this term, well, first of all, I think he's going back to back. I think he'll do two terms. Okay. Personally, I think. Mm-hmm. Why don't you think so? Mm. Facts. Very true. He's 77 years old. Yeah, he is. He's 77. Imagine. The, he'll be 81 at the end of this term. God. But how old is Bernie Sanders? Bernie Sanders has been running for president. Yeah. Bernie Sanders is like, what, in his 80s? And he's been running for president? Mm. My bad. Yeah, he did. He I did attack. not know that. Yeah, he did have a heart attack. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, prayers up for Bernie. I mean, he's good now, but that was before. But if Joe Biden like really like pulls up his 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 socks and gets all this stuff done, he could be the greatest president in U.S. history. Mm. That's if you're saying that the could because people are already calling like I've I've heard on multiple occasions people calling Obama the greatest president hmm. that the U.S. has ever had. Right, and if. Joe Biden is being handed down a worse America, a worse climate right now. Yeah. And he manages to fix a good majority of it by the end of that four years. I'm just thinking. I like, don't know. God forbid, like, again, because I don't wish sickness or death on anyone. But Absolutely like, not. If he falls ill or something during his term, like, can you imagine the president of the United States is going to be a black woman? Can you imagine? A 56 year old black woman. Come on. In the private woman, she's she's standing up right now, guys. Can you imagine? (laughs) (laughs) I think the 50s is like, I think the 50s is like the prime of a Jamaican woman's life. Oh, yeah, 
they, they just do anything that they want. I just love it. <laughs> I just love it. So yeah, I mean, man, we're we're I I I, I it's too close to call right now, but I just know that we're in for we're in for another doozy. We just need to pray. Absolutely. At the end of the day, the church needs to pray. Um, hmm. We're going to get to the church in a minute. However. The, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the church needs to pray. Especially about stuff when you hear stuff about like vaccines and stuff coming down the pipeline. Mm. You know, recently, uh, what's the company's name? Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Pfizer. Pfizer. Just announced that they have a vaccine that will be ready for 2021. They said they did some tests, and it's like 90% effective, um, and it displayed no side effects. And so Trump is saying this vaccine will be ready. Trudeau is saying this vaccine will be ready at the top of 2021. I'm just, and they only started apparently testing this vaccine in July. So how much time did they actually have to test this? Apparently they're on well, how phase long? three right now of testing. Well, how long have we been in a pandemic? Since, Since March. I think that's a good amount of time. It's November for a now. a vaccine? For a vaccine? Hello, do you know how long it takes t- for a vaccine to be, like, fully developed? No, I don't. Years. <laughs> Years. Ugh. I mean, it's... Years. I'm, I'm divided about it, to be honest. How do you feel about a vaccine? I am 100% for myself not taking it. I would not take this, especially something that they just started in development a couple months ago. Who knows how many people they tested? I was trying to read up on it. I think in the first phase, they test like 100 people or something. Mm-hmm. Second phase, it's more than that. Um, and then third phase, I think it was like, from what I heard um, them saying on The Breakfast Club, apparently they tested about, in total, 43,000 mm-hmm. candidates. 43,000 plus candidates. Um, and so, and the results are 90% good. But that is, you don't have enough time that's elapsed to see what other side effects could happen down the road. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't know what could happen. Yeah, okay, so fine, they're cool now. But what's going to happen a couple months from now? What's going to happen a year from now? Mm-hmm. Two years from now? You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't know if this um, vaccine could potentially cause people to be infertile or what. We don't know what this thing is actually doing. And it's coming out so soon. And the fact that they're just like, I don't know. It's so weird. It's it's So if they had a fully, if they took all all that time, if they maybe took like a year and a half to develop the vaccine and they had a fully prepared vaccine, would you still take it? I would not. Why not? I don't trust vaccines. I have not taken the flu shot, and I will not take the flu shot. Not even like a Hep B shot. Have you taken those like in school? I think I've had to because I think I had to. Yeah, because you couldn't come back to school unless you did. Yeah, but flu shot is not mandatory, and I'm not taking. Every time I go to the doctors, my doctor's like, "You should take a flu shot," and I'm like, "No, I'm fine. I'm not taking it. I've never gotten the flu." And You've never gotten the flu? No. Let me tell you, the flu, man. I think though. Yo. I think the last time I was sick. Remember the last time I was I wouldn't weeks? wish the flu. I think it was a flu, but I don't know because I wasn't it wasn't like that bad mm-hmm. from what I hear people say. Um from when we went on that tr- on that trip and then I I, th- mm-hmm. I think it was just like a cold that was like a bit stronger, but I've never gotten the flu. So I'm like, why God forbid, why am I taking 
the flu shot. I'm just going to do what I need to do to keep my immune system healthy. And yeah, I don't trust those things. Yo. What do you think? Um, well, first of all, the flu is from Satan himself. I believe he made that disease and sent it from the pits of hell to come contaminate mankind. I wouldn't wish the flu on anybody. I still wouldn't take the flu shot, though. I haven't taken the flu shot. But this vaccine now, I'm on the fence about it. I'm still leaning towards not taking it. But I had a, a brief conversation. I'm having a more longer conversation with one of my, a friend of mine who works at the Humber Hospital. And he's telling me all these things about, you know, needing to take the vaccine. He plans to take the vaccine. And I don't know. And honestly, I don't know why I don't know. And I'm I'm wondering why, because it's mainly black people who are saying, you know, mina, or Jamaicans who are saying, mina, <laughs> mina, take the vaccine. You know, you know, here say you, you know, here say them put them plant chip in there, them a plant chipping in the mark of the beast and yeah. all them thing. And and so I feel like it's just a lot of I I don't think that our our appreh our apprehension is based on fact. I think it's based on a lot of media. It's based on a lot of superstition. It's based on a lot of fears. And I'm just like, I'm all, if we're not taking it, then we're not taking it. I understand that. But can we come up with like a, a concrete reason as to why? Like, are we, are we going to, are we going to investigate science? Are we going to investigate, you know, studies and numbers and all that stuff? Like, why are we not taking this? Is it well, just because we're afraid? not enough science invested in this current vaccine to be like, let's use science. Like, they just developed this. So, like, really... There's not enough science, but with the flu shot, I'm not. I haven't taken it because everybody that I've spoken to that said they've taken it all said they got the flu like immediately after, and they've gotten the flu before. And I'm just like, what? That makes no sense. Me, who's never taken the flu shot, never gotten the flu. Why am I just gonna go get the flu shot? To Is it supposed to make you immune to the flu? Apparently, but they still get the flu after. So I'm just like, what's what's the point? Just just eat right, exercise. <laughs> I'm all about, like, I mean, I don't know if this is controversial, but, like, I'm all about what you eat is very important. And Dr. Sebi was a big proponent of that, um, eating right. Seriously, God puts medicine, God put the medicine, the things that we need in to take care eat. of ourselves in the in food, the food we, we eat. eat. You know, a lot of these diseases and stuff that we have is literally because of the food we Caught eat. Caught on a too much McDonald's <laughs> on road. Go home. That's that's actually the one thing that I learned because you, you always you're always disrespecting me about being a child. That's the one <laughs> thing that I actually learned about being an adult, coming into oh, adulting. What did you learn, pumpkin? One thing that I've learned is actually that that was rude. <laughs> what did I, what did I actually learn was like how much I actually don't need to eat on the road. Mm. And it's not even just because, like, it's unhealthy. It's just because, like, I mean, when you look at that account and you need to pay rent, yes, yes. All, all those junior chickens add up. So, <laughs> but, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm all for that, and I've been taking, like, vitamins and watching what I eat and drinking water, even though I hate water. Mm -hmm. But, um... Yeah, I hate well, I hate drinking water. I love water. I like I'm a juice person. I I just like sweet things. I don't know what it is, but I'm trying to discipline myself about drinking water and mm. just taking care of myself so I don't need to take shots and stuff like that. Yeah. But if it comes down to it, my only thing about this is I'm uh, I'm afraid or I don't want to use the word afraid, but like I feel like it's going to possibly come to the point where they're going to be like you, have you to. can't you can't travel unless you take it or you can't certain jobs you can't take unless you have the vaccine 
vaccine. That's the only thing that I'm just, and I can understand then why people feel like, oh, this is, and it's so, it feels end time-ish because mm-hmm. they're saying like, you can't do certain things if you don't take this vaccine. You know what I'm saying? It's be- If our government wasn't, if our economy wasn't run on capitalism, I don't think they would be pushing it this hard. If if they weren't depending on people to buy stuff, like to go out and buy things and to go out and make money, they wouldn't be forcing you to take a vaccine because you could just stay home. There are certain economies in the world where they're not pushing for a vaccine yeah, because their their economies are self-sufficient. But with a Canadian government and an American government where it's like, no, we need we need bodies out there. They would rather have you either take the vaccine or die. But either way, you're going to leave your house because yeah. that's how the country works. Because they need you to spend your money. Yep, and people are still going to go do it. I was so annoyed when seeing that they're telling people to stay inside and people are going to the mall and, and going shopping. And, like, so early. I understand, like, like the mall is open and stuff like that. But, like, you guys are just going and just, just lounging. Not even just going in, getting your things, and going out. They're but, sitting down. But do you think these people should be living in fear? <sighs> I'm not going to say what I was going to say because it's rude. <laughs> but... <laughs> if you decide that you're not going to listen to precautions and you get sick, you deserve to get sick. Okay, but what if they're lis- what if they're out and they're taking the necessary precautions, aka they're out having fun, wearing their masks. Then you if you do your best all this stuff. If you do your best to protect yourself, then there's nothing that you can do. Okay, I have it. I d- I know I did what I could. I know that I followed all the rules. I ended up getting it. I'm going to just take care of myself until I don't have it anymore. That's fine. But if you're going about being brazen, like, oh, I don't need a mask and I don't need to use hand sanitizer and I don't and I don't need to social distance, then you're a goof and you and you deserve COVID was made for you. And there's a lot of people that feel like the mask is also a control tactic. A and they're of, dumb. And there's a lot of people that feel that they're, they're idiots. The mask is not scientifically. The mask doesn't really help control those people i don't understand i can't understand them at all a piece of cloth is controlling you having to wear it (laughs) you're not going to rule me i don't understand i don't understand like i've seen this live like at the at the grocery store across the street from my house people actually like fighting employees just trying to do their job about a mask you can wear a mask for 15 minutes, go shopping, and then take it off when you leave the store. It's, it's not a problem. It's a control thing. They don't want to feel controlled because they feel like, okay, if it's this, then it's going to lead to... And it's if it's like, okay, they're telling me to wear a mask today. Tomorrow they're going to tell me that I have to stay indoors because a lot of people were afraid about the whole martial law thing with them, with the government deploying like. You think Canada thing. would do that? Uh, they, I think they did it in Quebec. Did they really? I well, think they Quebec. did in a part in Quebec. It's Quebec. So people are afraid that it's, <laughs> I think they're like, okay, it's a mask one day. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, you're forcing me to stay inside one day. Then it's, you're going to force me to take the vaccine one day. So it's like a lot of people are just afraid that it's just going to be the government controlling every aspect of their life. Well, if those people want socialism, they have to find another country other than Canada. Because this we live in a democracy. And y'all elected people to make the rules for you. They made the rule, so please follow the rule. And those are only, those are people that are primarily only thinking of themselves and their own comfort. I understand. Like yeah. I don't like wearing the mask either. I can't breathe when I. Well, I can breathe, but like sometimes there's little irritants. You know, it's behind your ear and stuff like that, and yeah. just being on your face for a long time. I understand that, but 
you can die. <laughs> that's that's the main like this is this is a uh uh what's the word again? I don't want to use the word lethal. I don't think that's the word for it, but this virus can kill you. Mm-hmm. This it's a it's a pandemic of a disease that can that can kill you. It will mess with your immune system and kill you. And so if but that's a lot not of people say that for the the common flu. The common flu has killed a lot of people as well. And it still does every day. Apparently more than COVID. Really? The flu? Yeah. I mean the symptoms are uh, the symptoms are very much alike, but I'm just like, come on, Because guys. a lot of the time the flu what people turns into like pneumonia and that's what like kills right. people. Well, yo, I I know that I wear my mask. I know I wear I use my hand sanitizer and all that stuff. Even though I don't like wearing the mask, I wear it because I'm not a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have sense and I understand that other people need to live too. And sometimes it's just not worth fighting like you don't need to fight the Walmart person that's only getting paid $16 an hour. Like that's not they don't care. They themselves probably don't care if you wear a mask, but they just want to keep their job. So I, just that like, would be a lovely excuse. I, I, I envy those workers, actually. I envy them only because they now have an excuse to take out that fr- their frustration on the customers that they've been dying to. It's, they, ha- they have a reason now. You weren't hmm. you were wearing a mask, so I can legally push you outside of the store. Absolutely. I've wanted to do that. Can for, they legally push them outside? Not them? legally, but they have an excuse to now. I want an excuse. Well. I can't, you want to? You want it, You want an excuse to? I gotta stop saying. You want an excuse to rock people? I mean, no. I mean, as someone that's worked, as someone that's worked in customer service, as someone that's 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 endured the hellhole that is customer service. That's not my current job, but as someone that's done that, I know what it's like to look at a customer walking in and be like, "Yo, I just want to kiss you." Yo, feet. just bro. If I could just, yo, you. You, the one that took the shirt and didn't fold it and just tossed it back. You. I want to, yo. Absolutely. So I envy them. So I have a question. Yes. Do you believe that there should be, the government should implement a curfew to help with this slowing the spread? I feel like they can. I feel like with every with it's, every country. It's not if they can. Do you believe that they should? And do you believe it'll help? Or do you think I won't think it'll help. This is Toronto. They're not. They're not the curfew yeah. in Toronto. No, that's they can do it, but it's not going to work. People will still do. People will still do whatever they want. People out here have been in my neighborhood have been going on walks, and there was the, wasn't there a curfew before where people were just told to stay inside their house. I don't think there was ever a curfew. during phase one. People yeah. were just told to stay inside their house, like don't leave unless you're going for groceries. And people are out here taking strolls and just talking with their friends, no mask, all that stuff. People are not going to listen. Yeah. People are not going to listen. Because people still want to live their lives. Absolutely. People still want to live their lives. And it's. I think it's one thing if it's like, okay, we know this pandemic is going to end like in 2021. Mm-hmm. Then I think it will be easier for people to be like, okay, let me hunker down because I know it's going to end 2021. But because people don't know when this thing is going to come to end, they're just like, yo, nah, I don't know when it. this is going to come to end. Let me live my life. Let me life. live my life. Let me just do it. You know, you only live once. Shut up. Stay inside But can your house. you blame them, though? Yes, I can blame them. Why? Because the government told you to stay inside. Yeah, but if the government tells you to take a vaccine, are you going to take it? No, but I mean, you've seen, I mean, we don't have proof, you know, that the vaccine works yet. We don't. And I can understand the skepticism because of that, the uncertainty with the vaccine. But this but listen, virus has, but has taken thousands of lives. Weren't we just on lockdown 
just now. Like, we were just on a 28-day lockdown again, right? When? We were just on a 28-day lockdown. Really? And they just extended it again another 28 days. We were on a lockdown? Yes, we were on a, a, a phase two lockdown. Oh, well, I guess I was at work. So <laughs> there was no indoor <laughs> there was no indoor dining. They closed down the gyms. Okay, yeah, I know that, yeah. Okay, so with that lockdown, the cases still spiked. Yeah, because people don't listen. No, it's not because people don't listen. Because it's not like people are forcing themselves in a restaurant. The restaurants are not open. You know what I'm saying? The but gyms are not open. So it's not like people are like, don't listen. They physically can't go to the restaurants. They physically can't go to the gyms. So at least those areas where they say it's a lot of spread can happen are closed. But yet, there's still a spike. Yeah, because the, the virus can can get attracted in more places than just the gym and the restaurant. Like what else? You can go to a park and get it. You can go to work and get, like pe- they, people yeah, have to shut down their. The lowest numbers that we had were it's everywhere. over the summer when everything was open. When they were going to the beach and, and all that stuff. The lowest numbers, the lowest day numbers that we've had were over the summer. Go back and like, I'm pretty sure all the data is there. Yeah, because we had no summer. Everyone was in the house. What do you mean? During the summer? Everyone was out in the summer. Everybody was out in the summer. It's probably just me. I'm talking about when everything was opened up. Oh, it was probably just me. Everyone was out, and those were some of the lowest numbers that we've had. Well, that's how I know I have no life, because I had no summer. (laughs) I'm like, where did the summer go? I I don't remember the summer. This was one of the best summers I actually ever had. I don't remember summer. I don't even hold you. I don't remember the summer at all. What things did you A lot of people did a lot of outdoor stuff, mind you. I did a lot of outdoor stuff. Like, I went to the beach a couple of times. I, I discovered new hiking trails, picnics, barbecues. Like, a lot. there was a lot of that still happening in the summer. I saw my but backyard. Yet, I saw that backyard and my house. That's all I saw for the summer. I don't know. All I'm saying is, listen, um, I don't know about this Tread lockdown, lightly. curfew. I, I wear my mask because I have to. I don't want to. <laughs> but I wear my ha- mask because I have to, and that's... That's that. When are they the, at the top of 2021? That's when they said they're rolling out the vaccine. Yeah. Is it gonna be? Are they? Is it gonna be like mandatory? Like they won't send kids to school without it? Or? I don't know. And that's what people are afraid of. Mm. That's what people are afraid of. And that's what people will protest against if they start to make it mandatory. And <laughs> that's when you know end times. Because if they say you can do this. <laughs> 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 End of days. God is coming. Oh, it, no, honestly, have you seen, what's that What's that movie? I think it's called Left End Behind. Time. Left Behind. Yes, man. Everything that's happening right now is very reminiscent listen, of Left Behind. Listen, until, I think, uh, what, until I, I reached a certain age, my mom made me watch The Passion of the Christ and Left Behind Let's every see, year. Left Behind is scary, F- guys. Every year. I'm just like, Have mom, you guys watched did, Left Behind? I'm like, mom, where did those people go? That movie is scary. Gary, I remember when I watched Left Behind, and I that night I dreamt the devil coming out of my closet. Facts. I was like, I am. I was so scared. My mom was like, "See, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, that's what's gonna happen to you." I'm like, "Mom, I'm eight years old. Can't you can't scare me like this? Can't you use use fear tactics to make me a Christian? Come on." <laughs> they do though. They do. But since we're on the topic of um of the church. Mm-hmm. Man, y'all. Okay, I only feel like this is an issue because we're in we're in like a a global crisis, 
and so the 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 eyes are on the people that are saying you know they talk to god and they talk to god on a routine basis and people trust them and they say they have the answers and whatever but it's been a it's been a rough week for christendom so in in top news um popular uh hillsong pastor carl lentz long time hillsong pastor carl lentz was fired from his position yeah. um at hillsong new york in the east coast um and he posted on his instagram that it was due to infidelity mm-hmm. um he's he was he didn't resign he was fired there was an executive decision made by brian houston and you know he accepts responsibility he he doesn't he hasn't fought anything you know there's no quarrel there's no there's no nothing he's just said we're taking a step back you know and the hill song they wish him well they say after a period of restoration maybe god will use him somewhere else that's what they said so uh that happened. I'll see him somewhere else, not even back. No, they, they, he's not coming back. They're like, God will use him somewhere else other than Hillsong. He's, he's not coming back here. Hmm. Um, Interesting. But that wasn't all that happened. Uh, the, the, the timeline was in an uproar over um, a prayer meeting that happened. <laughs> um, uh, uh, recently, around the time of the election, um, Pastor Paula White. Do you have a clip? Yes, I do. The spiritual advisor of of Trump, of President Trump. <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? <laughs> she is the she is the spiritual advisor of President Trump. Uh, well, former President Trump. Um, and well, he's still president, I guess. But um, this is this is basically how that um, basically how that went. Sorry. Yeah. One second. I don't know why this isn't playing. I don't know either, but um, I'll find he's it. He's no trying worries. to. He's trying to play. The oh, clip. that's why, because it's mirroring here. He's trying to play the clip um of that prayer meeting. I hear a sound of victory. I hear a sound of an abundance of rain. I hear a sound of victory. The Lord says it is done. The Lord says it is done. The Lord says it is done. For I hear victory, 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 victory in the quarters of heaven. In the quarters of heaven. Victory, 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 victory. For angels are being released right now. Angels are being dispatched right now. Hamanda ata ata rata teda for angels have even been dispatched from Africa right now. Africa right now. Africa right now. From Africa right now. They're coming here. They're coming here. In the name of Jesus from South America. Yeah. Okay. I'll let you go first. <laughs> so um, I'm very much of the notion of the school of thought that you got to be careful about what you say uh-huh. about spiritual leaders um, because I understand the uh, the pressure the um, the type of responsibility that they have and also, you just don't want to, and I, and I mentioned this in like a group chat once, you just don't want to be like, 
as as Christians, I feel like we shouldn't really be like airing out each other's dirty laundry like out in the public like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just how I feel. Um, cause like at the end of the day, they represent God. I represent God. So what they do as a Christian, another non-Christian will look at that and like paint me with the same brush. Cause they're like, Oh, you're a Christian. So you must be like Paula White or you must be like Kenneth Copeland or yeah. whatever, whatever. Oh, um, he was in hot water too this week. Yeah. Um, with Carl Lentz. Yo, I love that guy. First of all, He's Carl great. Lentz is amazing. He's great. He's amazing. Um, when uh, when I launched my uh, clothing line like six years ago, Riley and Rose, mm-hmm. he was actually in our, our video um, to help like promote it. Mm-hmm. He's super dope guy. Yeah. Um, this is why I feel like people need to know God for themselves because at the end of the day, uh, he's a human being and we all make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes, he's a pastor and the fact that people hold pastors up to such a high standard i understand why and it should be so but at the, sen- at the same time he's still a human being so there's a chance that he will fall because he's a human being of course i respect the fact that he he just laid it out he said this is what it was i was unfaithful i took full responsibilities and this is what it was i respect that I respect that. I do too. With Paula White, mm. um, uh. but Paula White is interesting too because she used to come d- to our church back in the day. Paula White, yeah, she came a few times. What? Yeah. Um. Well, not Paula White. Paula, pe- black people love Paula White. You go to a rich church. Well, our <laughs> church back in the day was 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 the thing so a lot of people came. whoa yeah all right so paula white came i can't believe you don't remember that Tariq. when paula white came um but yeah she she came and honestly the woman's a powerful woman of like she i haven't been following her ministry in years so i don't know what kind of tip she's on now yeah the only thing i don't understand about that prayer is like why are you calling angels from africa like i didn't understand <sighs> i didn't understand the spiritualness like Angels from Africa, angel from South Af- South America. Why specifically? <laughs> there isn't, there isn't why, any. why specifically angels from there? Like um, I didn't understand what she was trying to get at. Whoa. Like it was confusing. It made no sense. It just made her look silly, and it was like, what kind of spiritual games are you playing? That's man, what I, was I man. Okay, so. Yeah, just I mean, Christianity as a whole has been taking a lot of shots as of as of recently. I mean, like you said, I respect what Carl Lentz did. You know, um, he was very honest and upfront, unlike other leaders that have been caught in the same that infidelity amongst church leadership is not a new thing. Mm-hmm. It's been happening. I'm glad that he handled it the way that he did. Yeah, and you know, we we wish him the best. I mean, it took me as a shock because, you know, you associate Carl Lentz. I mean, he's almost synonymous with Hillsong because yeah. he's been there for so long. So, yeah. um, I mean, there's there's that. And we wish the, him the only thing I feel bad about with that whole situation is the people like in his church mm-hmm. that probably whose foundation or whose faith was like rooted in their pastor. And now they are probably like shaken that's what and i think that's especially now and that's why i'm just like i was disappointed and it was the same disappointment that i had when it came to 
you know, John Gray. Even though that John Gray is like mm. old news. But John Gray's old news though. Like he's every time I pick up my phone, John Gray's doing something. Like this guy just needs to just sit still, John Gray. Just don't do anything. Mm. But um yeah, I mean mm. I, I feel like especially now in the midst of a global crisis, people's religious leaders become everything to people. I That's mean be, I mean they people need the, the one thing that people need right now is answers. And mm-hmm. so y- your religious leader claims to talk to God on a regular basis. He's obviously going to have what you need. Yeah. And so there more than ever people are looking to their religious leaders the same way that people were looking to Martin Luther King during the civil rights movement. Right. You know, the people just need hope right now. And so for your leader to fall like that, of course it'll of course it'll hit home, you know. Shake some people. It'll obviously shake some people and it's completely fair um but I mean there's it's it's on the responsibility of the leaders after after that. At w- like, what is your response? Are you gonna fight it? Are you gonna make it drawn out? Are you gonna make a scene about it? Or try and make another story in the midst of everything else that's happening? Or are you gonna take responsibility? It's about the people at the end of the day. But Paula White, uh, there was a myriad of issues that I had with with this video that I saw. First of all, there was a woman doing push-ups um, at the front of the church. Uh, what? I didn't see that. There was. <laughs> There was a woman in orange doing push-ups. I didn't see that. In the middle of the church. Um, there was very, like, um, I don't know, ambient, like, cryptic music playing. I feel like it was some, like, pads or something like that. Some just, like, minor chords or something like that. Um, and then there was a guy that was pacing back and forth on the stage. It was a lot happening. Like, yeah. she, Paula had a shoulder out. Oh, yeah, a lot of people were coming <laughs> for that shoulder. <laughs> Paula had a shoulder out. Um, and then obviously the spaghetti strap. Yeah, what the sp- what spaghetti in the holy place. Anyways, <laughs> um, but obviously, like people were coming after you know Paula White with the the angels from Africa and the the prophesying against the the um, you know the election and stuff like that. And what I what like I said, well, like you said, um, I've been po- following Paula White's ministry for a while. Since, like, a child, her videos will come up on, like, BET or something like that, like, early Sunday morning. You remember. Um, and so, like, you, you watch Paula White growing up, and there wasn't much hoopla around. Like, she was just another televangelist. Yeah. Um, but I the reason why I had a problem with this isn't necessarily because of, like, what she what she was saying, like, the content of what she was saying, but in terms of how she direct what she was directing her speech to. Because if she's saying that she's prophesying or she's being spiritual, um, I don't think that the God that she's prophesying about would interfere with an honest election. I don't think that would happen. Uh, what she was, and I saw there's pictures of like actual like evangelical, um, what's it called? Evangelical Republicans who were outside a Democratic office you know, on their knees praying that God would interfere with the Democratic votes. Mm. And I'm just like, that's not God at all. Hmm. Is, are you sure? For, okay, I understand we're picking the U.S., they're picking two, well, one of the lesser evils right now. They picked Joe. They picked Joe Biden, or they were choosing Joe Biden. So I understand they don't really have a choice in terms of who they pick. They need someone that's not Trump. However... The election, there was nothing corrupt going on about this specific election. The only thing that was corrupt to them was that Trump wasn't winning. 
And so they decided to gather and be like, okay, let's get the angels from Africa, whom if anyone needs angels right now, it would be Africa. Mm -hmm. We already, we had an in-depth episode about what's going on in that continent. They need, don't bother those angels. They need them. <laughs> leave them, leave them over there. Nigeria needs them. Ghana needs them. You know what I'm saying? And so for, but what she, but for what she was, cause she was saying that, you know, there was, there's demonic assignments assigned to the election. And, you know, obviously she would be, these are biased. These are biased prophecies. These are biased prayers because she's the spiritual advisor to Trump. Right. She's the spiritual advisor of the Republican party. Right. And so she's basically praying to God to interfere with an election that they're losing mm. because the, you saw the whole, the whole press conferences about Trump going in and saying, you know, um, they're cheating and they're counting fake votes and the votes are false and you know in Nevada and all that stuff. The only thing that was was going on was that Trump was in the lead. Joe Biden caught up to Trump and then blew past Trump and then all of a sudden the election is corrupt because Trump is not winning. Right. So that was that was my that was my issue. It's 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 not that I have a problem with the supernatural. I have a problem with spirituality or prophecy. Or I believe that stuff is real. But for you to use prophecy or for you to say that you stand on the behalf of God and then say that it is God's will to interfere with an honest election, no matter how it turns out, if 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 it if it turned out that the counts said that Trump won then Trump won. We There's nothing that we could do about that. But for you to say Joe Biden is winning, we don't want Joe Biden to win. So God, send your angels to disrupt the votes so that Trump could win. Um, she didn't say that verbatim, but implicitly, that's what she was saying. That's what she was praying for. I, and I, d I don't romp with that at all. I can understand from their point of view, though, if they feel like Trump is um, the person that holds the closest christian values besides his like his why mouth do they, and his why do antics, they say that why do they say that because he's like a, some of the stuff that i mentioned last episode one because he is you know he's not pro-abortion mm -hmm. so he's pro-life um he's pro-israel which is also like i said is a big thing um he's he claims to be a Christian man. He's not, he's anti-LGBT. So all those things they say are like Christian values versus the Democrat, which is pro-LGBT, pro-choice. like I don't know what their stance on is on with Israel and Palestine, all those things. So they feel like with the Democrats coming in, and this is, again, this is some of like the conversations that I hear amongst conservatives yeah i like to hear from both sides so they feel with the democrats coming in that it's it's going to be like a moral decay of the country <laughs> so that's why there's they're praying saying okay god needs to come and take control because we don't want there to be a moral decay of the but country trump had if this was an issue trump had four years to close abortion clinics Trump had Trump had four years. To, I mean, he put a supreme a Supreme Court justice to make who is anti LGBTQ and all that stuff. So he did that, but he didn't close down any abortion clinics. He didn't do. He really didn't do anything in the favor of of his party. He did things in the favor of himself that that entire four years. Yeah, and so 
I mean, I feel like people are only saying that he's the most Christian decision because the part the party's views match, you know, the, the Christian mm-hmm, views. Mm-hmm. Trump doesn't match though, so he's he's not even thinking about yeah. the party. He makes decisions without even consulting the the party. He just does he just does what he wants, and so I mean, I. <sighs> I don't understand. I'm going to just say it right now. I don't understand. I feel like this is... I feel like they they went into a panic. All the Republicans at that time just went into a panic. They saw Trump was losing, and they were like, okay. They just got irrational and just started praying for African angels. Have you seen the um, Kenneth Copeland video? Of him laughing hysterically? Yeah. People... I've always had an issue with... with well, not an issue, but Kenneth Copeland has just always been disturbing people. I mean, do you remember that video where in in an empty sanctuary and there was like four other white men standing beside him and he was like, COVID-19! Yeah. And they were repeating after him and he like blows into the camera. (laughs) And people were like, what's what's going on? What is he he doing? Mm -hmm. And so it's, I wouldn't say it's hard to be a Christian. I wouldn't say that, I wouldn't use that term, but I would say it's just difficult to keep, I guess, defending these guys or to have grace for people that continue to make Christians look a mockery. It, I, I, cause but honestly, do you think they're making Christians look a mockery? There are, there are things that I... Because, I, because if you think about think about it and i'm not saying like this is like my stance uh-huh. i'm just trying to like of course look at like all aspects mm-hmm. if you think there are so many things that um jesus did for example in the bible mm-hmm. that people if he did that today people would think he was mad you know what i'm saying for example when um i can't remember who but like he healed a blind man and he basically like spit in the mud took the mud, rubbed it, and put it in the man's eyes, I believe, right, to heal the blind man. If somebody did that today, we would think they were absolutely insane. But it worked. But I'm saying, so him, so Kenneth Copeland doing that saying COVID-19, because, you know, as Christians, we believe that we can speak, talk to, speak things, Mm -hmm. or talk to the spirits, talk to whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. So if he feels like he's, again, I'm not defending him, but I'm just trying to say, like, if he's do- looking at it from a biblical sp- or a spiritual perspective, mm-hmm. is that is it really mad? Just because I, d- I don't. Th- the world doesn't understand what he's I, doing. I and I completely understand what you're saying. I completely understand what you're saying. But I feel like there's there's a way to. You think he's not being wise? Uh, it's not even. It's not even that. I understand that there's skepticism where the from from the world when it concerns you know Christians and you know how we operate in the supernatural and whatever. But it's just Kenneth Copeland is just. I don't know. He's just weird. I, I just for me. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. he just rubs people the wrong way. I have no problem because there's plenty other you know televangelists and churches on on you know the World Wide Web and stuff like that who you know they they operate in prophecy and they speak things and they do all of that stuff and you know obviously the world sees them as as different but they it and it doesn't matter and it's and it's fine but something about Kenneth like just look into his eyes man <laughs> just look at his face have you looked into his eyes his face is just disturbing for at least for me hmm. at least for me and there's no there's no pressure on Christians to get it right hmm. every time 
However, it's just like you don't have to be weird. <laughs> you can be spiritual without being weird. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the whole thing. I have no problem with you speaking in tongues. I have no problem with you prophesying and say we speak this and we believe this and we declare this that's totally fine it's biblical but you can do all that without being a weirdo can you yes i don't know a lot of people thought jesus was weird i i think jesus was i think jesus had swag on a million i feel like swag on a million i feel like if jesus was living in today's the time, cleanest cat a on, lot on of road. people would think jesus was weird i think jesus would be wearing some some wangs on his feet a nike tech a fitted. That's what you think? Something like that. This He has to be clean, man. I don't think that Jesus would be a weirdo. I think that what he was saying, it it, it invoked a lot of anxiety and a lot of questions in people. He was but I don't think. But I don't think that, I mean, I think maybe John the Baptist, yeah? John the so Baptist was, was out here wearing lambskin and eating honey. But Jesus was a Jesus was a regular guy. He grew up in a regular Israeli family. He grew up, you know, learning a trade from his dad. So he wasn't out of the ordinary. Like people counted him out for that reason. I don't think that he people would constitute him as a, a weirdo necessarily. The things he said was radical. Of course, but you can say radical things without me looking at you and. But be a like, lot of people think radical crazy. people are weird. <laughs> Point in blank, Kanye West. When you look at but okay, but when you look at Kanye West's face, you're not looking okay. As of right now, as of the results of what he did, you know, dyeing his hair and saying that slavery was a choice and saying that Harriet Tubman didn't free anybody. Obviously, you're gonna look at him and be like, okay, that man's crazy. But for for just someone that's saying just outlandish things, this is another topic. (laughs) The Kanye West. A lot of people just don't want to take the time to actually deep what the man's saying. A lot of people just don't. Want to take the time to actually deep what the man's saying? I haven't canceled if, Kanye. If West. they actually take a time to actually deep what the man's saying, they would understand that the man is actually speaking facts. When he said slavery was a choice, he wasn't talking about the four hundred years ago slavery. He wasn't talking about that. Mm-hmm. He was talking about mental slavery. Mm-hmm. That's what he was talking about. But people just they just want to hear one thing and they just want to go with it. And this because they already have a prejudice against him. But like I said, that's that's I've, that's that's another. No, but topic. I feel like he shot himself in the foot with having that interview on TMZ. He they they were going to screw that 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 title up, obviously. But this is what I'm saying, though. I'm not. <clears throat> Bless you. I, I am not. Com- and I. Somewhat, I somewhat understand now, mm-hmm. and, and I guess this is just a light bulb moment. I somewhat understand why, and it's it's blasphemy, anyways. Mm-hmm. But I understand why Kanye might want to compare himself to Jesus by calling himself Jesus, because a lot of things that he says in this t- in this day and time are very outlandish, very radical, and people don't agree with it in the class. And that was the same with Jesus. A lot of things that he said were outlandish. People didn't want to hear it, and and therefore they they kind of like shun i feel like it's not the same and i don't agree but i understand i can understand from his point of view why he feels like he wants to draw the comparison there's no comparison trust me no but i agree no but i no but i agree with you no but i agree with you i think that's interesting because i feel like um a lot of people don't see jesus as a religious figure they don't see him as a like a, a a spiritual supreme being as as we do as christians we 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 revere him as king as lord as creator and all of that stuff people just see jesus as a radical societal figure 
like a like a Tupac or, or a Gandhi or something like that. Non-Christian. Just, yeah. exa- exactly. They just see him as someone who was famous in history and caused a lot of ruckus in a part of a world and, and led a movement of people. Like, they don't see him as a beloved savior and stuff like that. And, and so, obviously, they're going to compare themselves to... They would compare themselves to a, a Gandhi or a Buddha or something like they they see him as just that that figure and not as Lord of all. So they wouldn't have that reverence yeah. like that. So I I mean like you said I don't agree with that. With with I mean the church was in an uproar when Jesus. Yeah, I don't agree What's with it? it again. But yeah, he's yeah changing. he's changed it now. He's not on that tip anymore. He definitely you know, understands that Jesus is Jesus. Lord. He hey he gets it now. He gets it now. <laughs> hey, yo, let's move on. What's next? I have a question for you. Oh boy, I see it. I see the question, and I'm 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 scared. Do you believe that? Because this was a question that came up on the Breakfast Club like mm-hmm. earlier this week, and I thought it was interesting. Some of the comments. Do you believe that men deserve credit for being faithful? <laughs> Okay, so some hmm. context for this question, because I'm gonna answer it. There was a there's a guy um, named Reason. Um, he was on an interview and he basically said, I think he was on there with like Angela E or something like that, and he was saying how you know men could be you know, they could be they could take the liberty to go and do other things with other people or with other women, or and so if you have a man that is committed to you you should give him credit because he doesn't have to do that Hmm. and it's (laughs) i don't agree with him i feel like this is something a trash man would say Mm, i think so um because here's my thing um i listened to another podcast where they delved into this and they also didn't agree because it's like how in my right mind would I would I pursue a woman? I come I come to you and be like, yo, fam, you're shorty, you're special to me, you know. Uh, two twos, I want you in my life, you know. I don't who's your man? I don't care who he is. I I want you. I'll take care of you. And then you get her now, and now you're saying, okay, now I need credit for me doing what I told you I was going to do. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> point blank point blank period i mean i don't understand why people are asking for credit for things they're supposed to be doing if you're in a context like this yeah it doesn't make sense like but charlemagne the guy was saying that men can credit each other because they understand the struggle so like as a man like to another man like you can credit your your brethren for like staying faithful and being like a good youth and you know what? I do see I do see some of my, my guy friends credit each other for being quote unquote good youths. I think that's acceptable. I think that's fine. Do if you, I go to my if Do you I, agree that men can credit each other for being for being faithful, for being uh, a family man? Yeah. I feel like man, okay. What's the angle? Wow, why why was this voice so deep? Like I'm hesitant still. <laughs> okay, no, but okay, this is not the, the, the views on Balti Express are not my own. Right? <laughs> they're not my own. They're not my own still. But like I feel I feel like 
if you don't believe in God, then it makes sense. Mm. And the reason why it makes sense is because if you don't believe Speaking in, to them, like, if you don't believe in God, then your belief in terms of how we got here is probably based on if if you're like a critical thinking person, then you're probably on the side of evolution and like the big bang theory stuff like that, right? So if we if you if you look at it like that, then human beings are animals like every other creature, right? Mm. If you look at the animal kingdom, it is exceedingly rare for the male to stay with the female after the pursuit. The male comes, he pursues, he'll put in bare effort to pursue, he'll drop off his seed, and then who's left with the kids? It's this is throughout the, the animal kingdom. Like the majority, like there's rare cases like with, with seahorses where they'll carry the young. There's rare cases where like I think some birds where they'll mate for life or like I think maybe elephants or something. In the majority of cases, if you watch National Geographic, the, the male comes, pursues the female, puts in bare work, bites other males, yeah, drops off his seed, and he cuts. Yeah. And you're always seeing, it's always the mama lion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then when you see a male stay, for instance, the, the lion of the pride, bare females is not like a monogamous thing. So if, you're, if your mind frame is framed by the fact that, okay, like there's no supreme being watching over us who created us, then why would you, like what is, what is rooting your view in monogamy? You understand what I'm saying? My, my view of monogamy is rooted the fact that it was the original design of God. If you don't believe in God, what is, what is, you know what I'm saying? It makes, to be honest, it makes sense if you look at it from an evolutionary standpoint that, okay, we're, we're just like all the other animals. So if a guy is sleeping around, monogamy is not necessarily natural then by that standpoint. So if a guy stays monogamous, technically by that standpoint, he could be seen to be going against biology. You understand Which saying? is what so, they were saying. Which is yeah. what they're saying. So I... I don't agree with that standpoint at all. I don't think a guy should be credited for. I, I I admire guys for you know staying with one woman and stuff like that. But I don't think you need a cookie. You know, <laughs> you know but at the same time, I can see the other side. Yeah. So, basically, what um, Bishop Guest said <laughs> was that um, sleeping around and and all that stuff is primitive behavior. Hey. And. You guys need to fix up and because not then you're no better than the animals. Come on now, right? Come on now, exactly. And that was that. Like there is no need to <laughs> continue. No, continue there's with that. like we don't. This is this isn't no A B. There's no bullet points for this. You don't need credit for for staying faithful. You don't need credit for doing what you're supposed to be doing. For having discipline, come like on. You don't. This isn't going to the gym. This is this is just being a decent human being. Okay, last last one's gotta go. All right, really cool. you can lead this. Okay, go ahead. One's gotta go. All right, paint the picture. So, say like uh, I don't know, we're in the Hunger Games, and you only you can only pick three people to give you the motivation that you need. A motivational speech. A motivational speech that right. you need to like carry on with the fight to fight the good fight of faith. So one of these have to go. We have Mufasa. We have Optimus Prime. We have Leonidas from three, 300. 300. And we have Captain America. Who would you pick to be on your team to give you that motivation, to give you the motivation you need to lead you the way that you need to be the end? When, she's, when go? she sent me this, I was like, this is probably the hardest question that I've gotten so far. This is a guy's question. 
Dang. Because, first of all, first off my list that's staying is Leonidas. Leonidas. 300 is one of my favorite movies of all time. So good. Like, top five for me. So good. That movie... I mean, even the and plus just the whole story about Leon. I'm a big fan of Greek mythology mm-hmm. and just the whole story of Leonidas and that just glory. And I mean, the glorious death with the against the Persians at the end and stuff like that. And this is Sparta and all that. I mean, Leonidas, I mean, who doesn't want to be even if you were going to die that day? Yeah, I would rather be it with Leonidas. Mm-hmm. And that's how the 300 felt. Even if we're, we're they knew Leonidas is like, yo, guys. Turned around to them, he's like, "Yo, fam, we're about to die. However, we're gonna go out like, like, like warriors." And they were like, "Okay, yeah. fine. If we're gonna die, I'd rather it be with you. Absolutely, so nice. first off the board. Yeah. So for me, the first to stay, I would probably say Leonidas as Vax. well. Vax, come on. Leonidas is is definitely he's a warrior. He's like the leader of all leaders. Like if he can lead you to a battlefield. And knowing that you're you know gonna you're die, gonna die, and you still go, yeah. Come on, yeah. He 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 obviously in, he he injected a sense of pride in his people, and he knows how to lead. He knows how to lead, and he was just he was just a badass. Like I need on. to watch that movie again. He that movie is incredible. That movie is incredible. So who's next to go or stay? N- next on the list? to stay for me is Optimus Prime. Okay. Next to stay for me, Transformers. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about th- those that movie enough, and we don't talk about Optimus Prime as a hero mm. enough. Um, man, I mean, I what can you say? Optimus Prime is just elite, man. Like, yeah. I would I would have loved to be Shia LaBeouf, looking up at a <laughs> looking up at at Optimus Prime, telling me I have the responsibility of of saving the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean. Man, Optimus Prime. I I really can't explain it. I just know that I would feel safe knowing that there's a um, a giant robot 16-wheeler truck telling me that I I have the responsibility of saving the world. Optimus Prime definitely. I feel I'd feel like I can do anything. Absolutely. For me, um I would say Mufasa. <laughs> I, would say- I can't be mad at that. I would say Mufasa because I- yeah, but Mufasa, Mufasa, because he connects with your inner spirit, man. But I feel Optimus like. Prime is like half the size of the Empire State I Building. I know, but I feel like sometimes when he's you're, an alien. Yeah, I, but I feel like he gave it to his son. No, but like, listen, listen, Mufasa, Mufasa, he has the words. He has the words to say that can just lift your spirit when you are down. Like what? What did he say? Remember who you are. <laughs> Remember who you are. Nala. Nala. No, Mufa- no. Some Simba needed that. Needed that coax from Mufasa. Needed that, needed that he reminder. Needed that reminder to be remember who you are. And I feel like Mufasa, because before you go to Prime, where Prime tells you, oh, um. You, the weight of the world is on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. You need to be reminded of who you are for you to be like, yeah, okay, I can, I can understand the weight. And Mufasa, he's the one that's gonna remind you that you are a king. To be, on, I and mean, to, I mean, to be honest, saying? with the Transformers story, he was only really telling Shia like, hey, here's this cube, don't lose it. 
Like that was the that was the entire movie. Basically, that was the entire movie. Just don't you have this cube? Don't lose it. We'll we'll fight these guys. Just just hold just hold on to this, please. So he really, I mean, he really did it. And Simba, I mean, what everything the light touches is our kingdom. What does that do? What do you mean? He reminded when Simba forgot who he was, which was a king. He was down and out. His his trajectory. His, his pops died in front of him. Yeah, the trajectory of his life changed. Like his vision changed. If you don't have vision, if you don't have vision, <laughs> come on. Okay, where are you going? You need a man, just like Leonidas. You need somebody that is going to remind you Crystal of like who pasta. you are. Do you understand? <laughs> to pick you up when you are down. To be like, listen, you are the head Adaba. and not the tail. You are above <laughs> all and not beneath. That's okay. what Mufasa does. He reminds you Mufasa. of who you are. Mufasa, because so he's why, dead. That's why Mufasa is next on my list. And I can understand that. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Okay, so between me, it's... Between Mufasa and Captain America. And between you, it's between Optimus Prime. And Captain America. And Captain America. Um, <laughs> I feel a lot of pressure with you just staring at me. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Um, I'm not even going to cap. I'm going to say Mufasa. Okay. I'm going to say Mufasa. I'm not really a fan of Captain America, to be honest. Mm. I'm not. I can live without Captain America. Honestly, when when Mufasa, for Mufasa to, I mean, okay, Mufasa has to have a heart of stone. And the reason why I say that is because of how he dealt with his brother the entire movie. This man banished his brother to a graveyard. I could never do that to my brother. I need a leader with a heart just as cold as that to be able to inspire me. Absolutely. And for him to just come on, that's interesting. And thing. lead lead an entire pride like that. He was a bullet. He was probably like the Barack Obama of Pride Rock. Beloved, beloved leader, loved by loved by all, capable. Yeah, you know people respect. He goes out into walking in the in the pride. People respect him. Mm-hmm. Antelopes disrespect him. <laughs> you know. I need, I need a leader Bowing like that. Before him. I need I need a le- I need a leader like that. Absolutely. I I need a TD Jakes. Him. Yeah. yeah. Mufasa's TD Jakes. I don't care. Mufasa, he's, he's not Barack TD Obama, Jakes. he's TD Jakes. Yeah. Respected yeah. respected by all. No matter what field you go into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Respected by all. Mufasa's TD Jakes. Mm-hmm. I want Mufasa. You want Mufasa? Absolutely. For me, next to say so I guess the person that's leaving off my list. Um yeah, I would say Captain America too can go. Okay, I can go. <laughs> yeah, you Cap- have to say you have to say the name first because you're getting me. Yeah. You're, you're shocking me a bit. Ca- Captain America can go again. Like he's uh, he doesn't inspire me really, to be honest. Um, he yeah he he doesn't inspire me at all. Pro- Optimus Prime is definitely way more inspiring than Captain America. Um, and like you said, like Captain, I mean Optimus Prime, he's just a big guy, you know. You just, you just, you feel safe with Optimus, and he's a leader. He's a leader. The other robots, they look up to him. They know when Optimus Prime has arrived that everything's gonna be okay. He makes Facts. it feel like everything's gonna be okay when he's arrived. So I would say Optimus Prime, Captain America, he can definitely take a seat, and that's that. That's how I feel. <sighs> what Jamaican song are we gonna play to close this out? I don't know, but this was a good episode. I told you to play "Step Out," but you don't know that song because is it called "Step Out"? Yeah, "Step Step Out" by Busy Signal. 
But oh, I'm, why don't I know this? I don't know, but I feel like I do, but I just, I just, okay, got it. But yo, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you to our guest, our guest that came for episode five. So thankful for you guys listening every yes. week, being here with us. Our guest for coming. I know I live far. <laughs> but you guys came anyway so i appreciate that yeah man you guys already know what it is i'm crystal and i'm carlos and this is the kick up podcast we'll see you guys next week bye